this is Tara Lee and I'm the Executive Director with Chess Christian School and we would like to welcome you to our very first ever podcast. I have in the office with me Amy Frederick who is the Chess Christian K-12 Principal and our goal for today is we are going to interview Amy Frederick to give you an opportunity to go behind the scenes with her. So even though school is not in session, we still at Chess are learning very much and we want to give you the opportunity to continue learning right along with us. So not only are you going to get to go behind the scenes with Amy Frederick, you're also going to learn from some great resources and you're going to, by the end of this podcast, you will have a better understanding of why we're so passionate about educating the next generation. So Amy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I'm excited for this opportunity. So Chess's mission is to strategically match students' God-given gifts with creative educational opportunities. And we do that by helping students discover who God created them to be. And Amy came to us last year actually as an inquiring parent. That was the first time I met her. Yes, I remember that day. A little over a year ago. Right. So she joined us um, as an inquiring parent who was willing to teach maybe a couple classes, right? Yeah, I was excited. I wanted all four of my kids to come and thought it would be great to be involved in the school. I have a teaching background and I was excited for that. We were too. So when Amy, um, I brought her in for an interview and we were talking about what she loved to teach, which was the younger kiddos. Mm -hmm. And we had um, talked about her being a teacher in the younger grades. And then as we began exploring further our needs at chess, it became very evident to me. Um, the Lord made it clear to me that Amy had so many additional gifts that were very special that chess needed. And so um, I remember the day I called you and um, told you to make sure you were sitting. Yeah, I remember. It was a good thing you told me because that was not what I was expecting <laughs> at all. But it's definitely neat to look back and um, see times like that in your life where you have no plan on the horizon for what God is going to do. And so I'm grateful and thankful that he leads the way and... Um, yeah, well, I so I, I told Amy that I, I really wanted to um, ask her to pray about being the principal for Chess Christian School, which we didn't have an official principal role at that time, being the end of our very first year. And as we sit here right now, we're still finishing up our second year. So things are still very new for us, um, which you'll hear more as we talk more about the podcast moving forward. So at this time, we'd like to transition a little bit. Amy's going to share a little bit about her heart. Um, she came to chess with a, a lot of experience and a great passion for education. And so Amy's going to um, just open up by sharing with us. Um, one of her biggest surprises was that she was the principal. So that was, <laughs> that was the first surprise. Yeah, it's been funny to, to hear people's reaction. Um, even people that, you know, I asked, do you think this would be a good fit? And, you know, of course, I saw at Wise Council before, you know, I took a plunge like this. And um, it's been neat, though, to see the reaction of people. First, they're like, what? And then they're like, oh, you're perfect for that. And um, that just that in itself, getting to share um, the opportunity that I have with others has been a gift. Yes, I'm, absolutely. So go ahead and share, um, outside of just the role itself being a surprise, 
you know, you came into this role. Nobody had done this role exactly like this before. The job right. description was new. And you just was there of, even a job description? I no. <laughs> think we did. I think we did have one written, but we really didn't even know what to expect. Right. And so you just just took the reins and you um, created this role, really, which was so beautiful. But share with the audience um, some behind the scenes things. Some of the biggest surprises for you this year. Okay, I think there's been many. Um, Although after the initial surprise of the job of principal, you know, there weren't any, as many or any quite that high. But um, I think, you know, going in and I didn't know what to expect. I really didn't have any expectations. But one of the biggest and greatest surprises has been the friendships that have developed um, among us as administration and staff. You know, it's a true blessing to get along with your coworkers, but to want to spend time with them. Um, after school. And I remember one time, um, a few of us were after school, it was like five o'clock and we were in Tara's office and we were Skyping with Ruth and we just sat and talked and talked and talked. And so that's been a, a great surprise and a great blessing. The, the true deep relationships that have developed among us and, mm-hmm. you know, surprising Rebecca with her peach snapple and M&Ms when I know she's had a hard day and bringing you Starbucks and, mm-hmm. Just things like that are fun and are a gift to work in an environment like this where we truly love one another. That is true. And um, that's something that, you know, I've heard others on our team say that they can actually jump out of bed and be really excited about coming into work. And I feel the same too. It's, um, it is a gift. Yeah. For as hard as the job is and the tasks at hand, it's, it's a blessing. Never once have I come in dreading, um, you know, seeing you guys and it's almost like, okay, they're going to be there and I know I'll make it because we have the support of one another. Right. Yeah. We, um, are doing this crazy thing of trying to educate the next generation together and through many, many times of laughter and then also some tears and lots of hugs and encouraging notes and gifts and flowers and all sorts of things. Um, chocolate. Yeah. Lots of chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate's involved. So (laughs) awesome. All right. Well, um, go ahead and take us back a little bit to, um, where your passion for education began to develop. Well, I think I was developing my philosophy of education before I even realized it. Um, from the time I was young, my mom encouraged me to be a teacher. And of course, since my mom said it, I always said, no way, I'll never do that. Um, <laughs> and while I was a student at Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, I began to work with inner city kids. And, you know, the schools that they were in and I visited, um, maybe they weren't the best, but, you know, the students were given the information that they needed. And what I realized what they lacked was a good atmosphere or an environment to learn the information in. And that really impacted then how they learned or what they learned. Um, And so after I graduated from there, I came back to Dayton and I started to develop an after-school program um, for a housing project in West Dayton. And again, you know, everyone went to school and the schools weren't ranked number one, but most of the teachers were competent and presented the information that the students needed. And again, what was lacking was a lifestyle of discipline and an atmosphere that encouraged that learning mm-hmm. and knowledge. And mm-hmm. so around that same time, I also started teaching at a local private school. And there, all the teachers you know, that I taught with, they were amazing and they, they were wonderful and did a great job. But 
they were limited because they had these classes of 30 kids mm, and they didn't have resources. Right. So while, again, they were teaching the content that needed to be taught, um, there was just an element lacking. So um, once my oldest child was school age, I did uh, make the decision to homeschool. Um, and it was a blessing to see him thrive just as he started to ask questions mm -hmm. and I could really answer them and he wanted to learn more. And if you've met any of my kids, you know that each one of them actually learns best by hands-on. So for us, homeschooling and be able, being able to teach my kids that way was huge and, and such a blessing. Um, you know, because I know that it can be easy to get wrapped up in test scores and GPAs and, you know, comparing your kids to others. And of course, while I want my kids to do really well, a 4.0 GPA isn't going to get them into heaven. Right. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's really important um, for me to teach more, more than the academics. And I always like to ask parents um, when they ask me about homeschooling or they ask about should I send my kids to private or public or what, I just ask, what is your purpose for educating your kids? Do you want them to be the smartest in the school or, you know, be able to get a great job? Or, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as I don't want my kids to embarrass me. <laughs> right, right. But, um you know, or do you really, truly, truly want them to love God and serve Him well with whatever they do? Right. Um, so educating our kids in such a way that points them to God's glory will bring them great joy. And so for me, that's why one thing I love about chess is the biblical integration and the academics. Um, you can have the highest IQ and remember every fact, but if it's lacking God, then that education is incomplete. Right. And chess has been really good for my family in that way. And I think for me, one of the biggest is um, that my kids are learning about God and pottery and cooking and sewing and science and history. They're learning who he is and how great he is mm -hmm. in all of that. And, you know, I think of Second Timothy three sixteen through 17 that says all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be completely equipped for every good work. And so truly, truly, this is the foundation that we need to build upon for the next generation. That's right. Well, that right there, folks, is the reason that I hired her, because <laughs> that was pretty much what she shared in her interview. Just kidding. <laughs> but that's what flows out of Amy. I mean, that's her heart, and she didn't just come up with that just for the podcast or just to... Um, she didn't spend hours writing this philosophy of education paper. Um, that's just really the heartbeat of her. And that's one thing that makes you so special in your role. And um, you love the kids. I do. You want them to know Christ intimately. Do. You don't want them to have walk away with a religion no. or just a knowledge, but you want them to know him mm -hmm. as their savior. And um, I love that yeah. about you. Yeah, there could be no greater gift that we can give our kids in the gospel. That's right, right. And yet you also come with this great knowledge and background of um, a strong education background and um, teaching those that struggle to learn. So it's a great mix that you have that you bring to chess. So one thing that um, just to piggyback on this conversation with Amy's relationship with Christ, do you want to just share really quickly um, your testimony? And Absolutely. I will say before she goes into that, um, one thing that I treasured with Amy working side by side with her, we had our very first, this is just as I was getting to know Amy way back last summer yes. before we'd even started school. And, um, I had 
been with the Lord in the morning and asked him for guidance before our, I think it was our first like all staff meeting. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'd been with the Lord and a scripture came to my mind and I was researching that and just, um, felt really impressed that this is what I should share with the group. And Amy, um, when we all got together, Amy said, Hey Tara, do you care if I share something with the team before, um, we start talking about the agenda? And I said, Oh no, that's totally fine. And, um, I said, why don't you share yours first, Amy, and then I'll share mine. And so Amy stands up and um, opens up the scriptures. And I don't remember which one it was right now off the top of my head, but um, she opens up the scriptures and begins to read the exact scripture that the Lord had given to me. And I, I just sat there and cried, and which is typical of me because um, <laughs> I cry a lot. But it's because of the Lord. It's because mm-hmm. of what he does mm-hmm. around here. Yeah. And he blows mm-hmm. us away. Um, and so, you know, that was the very first opportunity that I got to see where Amy's relationship with Christ is very intimate and active. And, um, and then that, that's just continued where I, when I wake up in the morning and I'm in my scriptures and I'm praying, I know with confidence that Amy's also seeking the Lord for that day. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine, um, just recently asked me, you know, as the year has winded down and she said, you know, I just want to ask you, have you grown at the end of this year? Have you grown closer to the Lord? Or, you know, do you feel like you've been so burdened and the job has been so much that you've actually, you know, stepped back a little bit from your walk? And, um, that was a great question. And I Mm -hmm. hadn't actually ever sat down and, and pondered that, but, um, definitely it was easy to respond that, the Lord has been so good, and I feel so much closer to Him mm-hmm. at the end of this year. And really because without Him, you know, I would have quit on day one right. because there would be no help, no hope, um, and no guidance and no love and grace. And so He's all those things. And sometimes I feel like um, you, you've heard the term grace falls like rain. And mm-hmm. I, I, though, I don't feel like it's that. I feel like it's this torrential downpour oh, on yeah. me. And I am just drenched in his goodness and grace. And and that is what, you know, has gotten me up every morning and made me happy to come and joyful in the work that it is. That's awesome. So share quickly thankful. just um, how you came to know the Lord. Okay. Um I was so blessed to have known the Lord since I was a young girl, and so I can really say that there has not been a time in my life where I do not remember not knowing the Lord, which is truly a blessing. Yes. However, with that, sometimes can come, you know, maybe a a dull or a weak faith. And so I like to say that even though I was saved young, I was a baby Christian for, you know, about 20 years. Um, and I, and I, you know, I always loved the Lord and wanted to serve him, wanted to actually go into missions. And, um, that was my intent at going to, um, Moody. And so I always wanted to serve the Lord with my life, but yet I think my faith, even though I had it and it was there and it was constant, it was just somewhat weak. And I hadn't walked through too many hard times Mm -hmm. or dark days and, You know, so there wasn't that. So I would say that a turning point for me in my life was when I found um, my church body that um, actually I still currently attend. And it was just this group of people that love the Lord and yet would push you and challenge you Mm -hmm. and say, yes, but are you truly living as you say? Mm -hmm. And, And that was almost the first time for me 
that I was faced with that um, look in the mirror of like, mm. oh, am I? Mm-hmm. Do I really believe that? Is that really true? And so through, um, you know, wonderful friends and pastors and um, just over the last 16 years, I would say year by year, day by day, um, my faith has grown and been strengthened and challenged mm-hmm. and and strong and good. Mm-hmm. It's good. And that's something I really love about you though, Amy, is that you're, um, you have a strength about you in your faith, but yet it's with a humility. Like you, I feel like, and I, and we have in our yes. working relationship, even where I've challenged you and you've challenged yeah. me on things and, um, you're willing to listen and to really, you know, look inside as am I, and I think that's what's making it better for yes. Chess and for us individually in our walks with the Lord. So that's yeah. a great quality. Yeah, there's nowhere in Scripture that it talks about things going well for a proud person. No, <laughs> no. So, yeah, so that that path doesn't get you anywhere. And I, um, it's good. It's good to live longer, even though I don't like celebrating my birthdays anymore, but <laughs> and, and Tara and Rebecca threw me a surprise birthday last year. <laughs> what but, we didn't know that you yeah, didn't like that. Right. We didn't know you. <laughs> um, but to, to grow mm-hmm. and to be stronger and, you know, in the last several years, I, I think I understand, you know, what James says when he says, count it all joy when you experience trials and so to get to a point where you're in scripture and you're like I get that right I feel that I live that is is great joy which transitioning to how we are at chess part of that is also evidenced in how you deal with the kids here because our children at chess our students they have trials yes they have arguments with one another they have teachers that are They, they don't agree with grades yeah. that they're given or yeah. all types of different yeah. struggles that yeah. we deal with at chess. And that kind of wisdom and humility and strength mm-hmm. is so important mm-hmm. to remind them, hey, it's not always going to be easy. Yeah. It's not always going to yeah. go well. Yeah. But yes. we have a father. We have a savior. Yeah, I was thinking about that today. I was actually um, at a place and there were a lot of kids running around and I was looking at them. And I was just thinking, you know, sometimes we look at kids and we see like a nine-year-old or a six-year-old, or a 10-year-old, and, and I thought, but you know what? Those kids are going to grow up and be fathers and mm-hmm. mothers and, you know, politicians and That's pastors right. and all these things. So, you know, all that we say to them and with that and every interaction, are we building that love and humility in them? That's, That's so true. important. Yeah, that is. So let's transition um you were into the summer now, officially, just one week into it, and um, I know that you have a plan personally. You want to develop and grow personally, but also you want to rest well, yes. and I want you to rest well <laughs> so you can come back and be strong next yes. year. So yes. share with the audience a little bit about what you're going to do, and um, I'd love for them to hear you know, what you're going to be reading, what you're going to be listening to. Um, Yes, that okay. kind of thing. Yes, well, I am very anxious to rest. And um, even with four kids, it does happen. And um, they like to rest too, thankfully. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that and a family vacation. Um, so that'll be exciting. Um, a couple books that I'm reading right now. Um, one is called Don't Waste Your Life, and it's by John Piper. And it's just about um, how pursuing God's glory and pursuing joy are the same 
road to travel on. Um, and the path of God exalting joy will cost you your life. Wow. You know, that verse, whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will actually save it. Um, so just, it talks about like in other words, so it's better to lose your life than to waste it. Mm. Um, and if you live gladly to make others glad in God, then your life actually will probably be hard and your mm-hmm. risk will be high, but your joy will be great. Mm. And so I've really enjoyed, um, just, I'm just kind of at the start of it, and already I'm. it's a lot to digest and just right. good um, encouragement. And another book that I've um, picked up since the summer has started is called When Children Love to Learn. And it's really how to use – Charlotte Mason is um, older, you know, yes. from the 1800s, but um, it's how to use the Charlotte Mason in a, in a classroom today. And I'm excited to read it and, and dive into it and – I've actually just in the short part that I've read, I've discovered that just the model of chess, not even classrooms or academics that are happening, but even just our model mm-hmm. is is Charlotte Mason. Right. And in that is just amazing and her love for the Lord and her foundation of it has to start with the Lord and then you go from there. Right. And grow from there. So And what you talked about, the atmosphere and yes. the discipline and the, the life, life that's here at yes. chess. Which is so great because as being a young school and we're still working through many processes in the classroom and we're still understanding how to implement hybrid education in some cases, but it's so comforting to know that just the inherent nature of our model being academics and then here at school and then also being supported at home, that home life. Yes. And school balance is part of Charlotte Mason. It is. It is definitely. It was was both. And, you know, a line in the book, she says, oh, you know, uh, it's important that we understand that it's a balance of life or of home and school. And it's not one or the other. And, you know, that's true. And for however long we send our kids to school, any school, um, we have them, you know, for their whole life and as long as we're here. So... The home aspect is very important. So critical. And then um, what's like a favorite scripture right now or what what is God speaking to you right now? Mm -hmm. I love Psalm 511 that says, Let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. And may you shelter them that those who are under your wings, um, where is it? Let me think. May exalt in you. And I love that, I think, in particular because, you know, life is hard mm-hmm. and it's, you know, a sinful, woeful world, but yet we can always ever sing for joy mm-hmm. because we have the Lord. And it's just so good to remember that um, at all times. I think that's a theme that I hear just even listening to you talk um that's your favorite verse and then that's what you're reading about mm-hmm. and it's been something mm-hmm. that God has ignited in your heart yes. and something you want to pass on to the next generation. Yes. Joy in the Lord. I do. You know, my oldest son is going to be in ninth grade here mm-hmm. in the fall, which I can't believe. Yeah. But, um, so it's really important to me, um, even just personally, um, you know, teaching him, don't waste your life. Like right. you have been given one life right, and use it for God's glory. And that is the, only thing Mm -hmm. that will bring you joy and I tell that to my kids all the time the only time you'll be happy is when you're living for Mm -hmm. Jesus and really that's God's grace that's exactly because um when we're uncomfortable and when we're a little bit miserable because we're not living for the Lord we're living for ourselves that's his grace to pull us out of that to get us back to him 
Yes. So I love that about yes. him. And then I know you have a favorite song because you shared it with us in our staff meeting last week. I did. Um, it's by Sidewalk Prophets, and it's To Live as Christ. And it's, you know, um, that verse that I just quoted, whoever loses his life for my sake in the gospel will save it. And just thinking of that, then every day, am I, what am I willing to give up? You know, sometimes it's easy, especially here in America, to hold on to things that don't really matter. Right. And, um... And remembering to live isn't my car, my house, my job, my, you know, worldly happiness, but it's to Christ. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to forget that. Mm -hmm. And so that's really good. I will try to help you remember, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so any closing thoughts or um, anything that you would like to leave our audience with? You've given them great food for thought, um, some books that we can possibly look into. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in learning more about the Charlotte Mason method, mm -hmm. we encourage you to pick that book up or mm -hmm. even just Google her yes. and her philosophy because we think that, um, we think it's pretty cool yes. around here. We're learning. The more we learn about it, the more <laughs> the we more love we it. The more we like it, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Um, no, I would just encourage parents, definitely, especially this summer, maybe while you have more time to sit and talk with your kids and just really get to know who they are mm -hmm. in our, even, you know, in my house with four kids and four activities and friends and everything, you can um, be just going here and there and everywhere. Right. And so I would just encourage everyone to spend this summer getting to know your kids. Right. Do you know what their gifts and talents are? Do you know how the Lord is leading them? Do right. you know how much they love the Lord or what they need to be encouraged in? Um, what scriptures they need to be reading and, um, so just as there's more time this summer, you know, free from homework and things like that, I would, I would challenge you all to, to really get to know your children and, um, and see what the Lord has in store for them. And I love that challenge because it's really easy to think, okay, I'm going to sign them up for this camp and yes. we're going to hit this yeah. VBS and we're going to yeah. sign up for the reading right. program and we have our list, yeah. but do we have it on our list to get to know our kids? Right. And to know their hearts yes. and to provide an environment at home yes. where they're safe right. and they can talk to us. Yeah. But I uh, got yeah. some chills and <laughs> I'm receiving that right now myself and I'm feeling challenged myself. Yes. So Me too. Me too. For that. Me too. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in for our very first podcast. We hope it was encouraging and beneficial. And I know that you um, just learned to love Amy as much as I do because she's such a gift to chess. So thanks for being here. Thanks thank for being you. our very first yes, guest it was on our podcast. First principle, first guest. That's right. You know, that's right. Just... Breaking all kinds of ground. First so. tie in the face. That's right. That's right. Yeah, check it out on our blog. Yeah. So we would love for you to, to come visit our website, www.chesschristian.com and learn more about Chess Christian School and um, tune in next month for our next, our second podcast. We will be having some pretty exciting guests. We're getting our lineup um, secured right now, but we have already secured Dr. Karen Hollinga and she is the author of um, Spelling You See Curriculum and has done, she's the reading doctor up in Columbus. So she's going to be joining us on one of our upcoming podcasts.